Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is News Fighters the news so you don't have to hello everyone welcome to news fighters for today monday april 20 2020 hey it's 20 slash 4 dudes doesn't quite work in australia all right welcome to the show how's everyone holding up with the covid19 pandemic isolation so far hopefully you're doing a little bit better than aussie rocker jimmy barnes who's decided that he can play the bagpipes now and again He's the world's most annoying neighbour. To happier news now, when the Australia's uh, quarantined international travellers are starting to be released after being uh, locked up in uh, five-star hotels for 14 days, and the uh, their joy upon walking outside is, is, is quite audible. In a world changed by coronavirus, Yay! happiness is leaving a hotel. Ah! One more. Wow, I haven't heard anyone so overjoyed to be outside since that guy on YouTube who saw the double rainbow. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. Oh, wow! I'll have what he's having. For the rest of us in Australia, all we care about is when are the pubs going to reopen? Pubs and clubs across the country have been left high and dry with the restrictions to reduce the spread of coronavirus likely to see some close for good. But there is a lifeline and it could be as simple as buying a virtual beer. Right, a virtual beer. Like an e-beer. Why don't we just skip the beer part and go straight to the E's, says former Coalition MP Andrew Robb this week, who suggested that Australians perhaps be allowed to try the drug ecstasy, or MDMA, for mental health treatment during the coronavirus pandemic. In fact, we have a clip from his press conference right here. (laughs) 
Also in Australia, get ready for that thing that nobody didn't see coming, a government-made smartphone app to track your movements during the coronavirus pandemic. A coronavirus tracing app is just weeks away from being released to allow health authorities to see who's come into contact with infected Australians. Yes, installing the app won't be mandatory, thankfully, but I hear it is being delayed over concerns from government backbenchers who want to ensure that the app cannot be used to accidentally like pornographic tweets at two in the morning. That's all I care about. Also in Australia recently, the government passed the half-assed JobKeeper legislation, but because millions are left out, the economy is still cratering. Something I think John Howard predicted all the way back in 2007. I see unemployment under a future coalition government as having a three in front of it. Yes, unemployment at 300%. Here we go. So, yes, due to a lack of domestic flights and social distancing uh, for the parliamentary sitting, uh, former Labor leader Bill Shorten embarked on an epic road trip from his home in Melbourne to Canberra. Everyone, road trip to Canberra, 660 kilometres to go. Stopped off at the Glenrowan Bakehouse, run by Melinda, great small business, getting some takeaway. Schnitzel roll. Thanks for the social media content there, Bill. Very engaging. And also, uh, very brave of you to set foot in a bakery uh, after the last famous bakery incident you were involved in. The Workplace Relations Minister has apologised for a bun fight in a pie shop. The owner says Bill Shorten was rude to her. Bill Shorten come in my shop um, asking um, Boss Castle Pie, but I say to sorry, it's sold out. He turned around here in the corner. They say F word. And for all of you at home saying Dylan, that's a really obscure Ozpol gag from like eight years ago that really just makes Bill Shorten look bad. Well, to you, I say. This is News Fighters. Also in Australia this week, to help fight the coronavirus pandemic, the government took decisive and swift action to shut down most of the TV and film industry. The government has suspended local content quotas on television for the rest of the year. So a package of measures today to produce, to provide short-term relief, immediate relief, for Australian media businesses. Fantastic. Nothing will help the economic recovery like getting rid of thousands of TV jobs so media companies' share prices can go up. It's a bit like saying you're going to help the baking industry by making it illegal for bakers to bake anything while also giving free money to the bakery shop landlords. And also deeming all bakers ineligible for JobKeeper because they're freelancers who work for three or four different bakeries every year. Good job, government. Okay, moving on from the film and TV workers stuck in eternal childhood to the children still stuck in childhood. In Australia... All parents are desperate to know when schools will reopen as normal. But thankfully, Koshy on Sunrise got New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian to clear up any confusion. So term three is three July, isn't it? June, no, July? No, term two, sorry. So yeah, term yeah, two. But yeah, yeah. You're saying stay at home all of term two. No, 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 do no. Do online no. learning. No, 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 no. All, all we're right. saying, all we're saying is for the first two weeks of next term, so schools go oh, back on weeks. the 20th. Yeah. Okay. Right. You're saying the first two weeks of term two, which we're going to go into, at home learning. Correct. Then for the rest of term two, you still go to school or you... Yeah. Well, it'll be a, it'll be a, a, a combination. So ah. Yes, crystal clear, a combination. So maybe your kids will go to school, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll only go to school on days ending in the letter Y. Who knows? And if it sounds like Gladys Berejiklian's message is on the run without actually getting anywhere, I think I know why. I bought myself a treadmill instead of going on holidays. Also, the Australian government has decided to follow President Trump in criticising the World Health Organisation. Here's Treasurer Josh Frydenberg's reaction to the WHO supporting the reopening of wet markets in China. It's unbelievable, it's extraordinary that the World Health Organization 
sees it fit for these wet markets to continue in China. They shouldn't. Wow, huge reaction there. And there's there's no doubt wet markets can be quite cruel and inhumane places. I wonder if Josh Frydenberg's ever heard about uh, pet stores or battery farms. Yeah, look out, activist group Vegan Rising. I think you might be having a new member join soon. Anyways, to sport now. And I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there's no sport. None. But that hasn't stopped ABC News Radio from keeping up its quota of 10 minutes an hour of sport coverage every morning. And they're really trying their hardest to report sport news when there's no sport news. Now with the latest sports news, good morning, Sam Wilkinson. Good morning, Sarah. West's Tigers playmaker Adam Dewey's desperate for the NRL season to resume. The coronavirus pandemic has forced the upcoming tour of Bangladesh to be postponed. Organisers are expected to announce the postponement of the race. The AFL season was suspended after round one. Cronulla coach John Morris is taking advantage of the shutdown by becoming a better leader. Sarah, I'll have more sport in half an hour. See you then. Thanks, Sam. Seriously, can you imagine if ABC News Radio reported on the arts like this? We'd have 10 minutes an hour of, like, coming up next, all the latest Beatles tour dates. Even if there aren't any, we have all the latest Alfred Hitchcock movie news and we also check in on Michael Jackson's health condition. It looks like he might still be dead. Sarah will be back with more arts news in half an hour. Okay, so now back to something we covered last week, which was the uh, civil liberties implications of these very draconian public health orders that are designed to enforce social distancing in Australia. And um, yeah, it turns out the police love handing out huge fines, don't they? It wasn't just the Easter Bunny busy here in Queensland over the long weekend. Police have also been very busy. More than $1 million in fines have now been handed out. Police in Victoria are continuing to enforce strict lockdown measures but there's still confusion. It seems washing your car in the middle of the night is on the list of things you can't do. And plenty of people were fined for simply going to the dump. Had a man in Newcastle for eating a kebab. Find it hard to believe someone was going for a run and then stopped to have a kebab. Okay, yes, so for those keeping track at home, rubbish tips, kebab shops and car washers remain open because they're essential businesses. But anyone caught using them is fined for doing a non-essential activity. I mean, what the hell? This is just a bizarre Kafkaesque contradiction. Thankfully, a journalist at a press conference uh, put this to uh, New South Wales Police Commissioner Mick Fuller with a hypothetical about an IKEA bedspread. Can I give you an example? IKEA, for instance, very busy on the weekends. They don't sell essentials, many practical things, but not essentials. Should people keep away from shops like that? Because they are open. So, so for mine, it is the, and the great challenge in this is, is balancing employment, a whole range of other things. So if you went there and you say you're going to there to buy a bedspread, is that going to be a, a valid reason? No, it's not. Do you really need to go to IKEA to buy a bedspread? I mean, really, you know. But if they can stay open and maintain employment of people of New South Wales, isn't that of some value? Yeah, listen, Mick Fuller, you might not think that IKEA bedspread is essential, but those Swedish meatballs sure are, am I right? Now, is it just me, or are these lockdown laws designed to be so vague that they just give the police an excuse to go around intimidating people? And as usual... The police are not being super thorough in their investigating of violations. One Victorian couple was slapped with a $3,000 fine for posting holiday happy snaps on Facebook. Problem was, 
They were from a year ago. Yep, good job there. Now, I don't know about you, but feel free to join me. I've started uh, uploading all my old holiday snaps to Facebook and Instagram and tagging the Victorian police, which I'm sure they appreciate. Over on the ABC 7.30, Lee Sales tried to nail the Prime Minister about these hypocritical social distancing laws. Do you accept that there's been some inconsistency in the restrictions that people find? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Annoying. For example, why can't I sit in a park by myself and read a book, but I can go on a bus with other people? Oh, look, on the practical level, on the ground and the way the states are implementing these issues, Lee, of course it's difficult. Uh, yep, Lee Sales, what a book nerd. Yeah, almost got him. Uh, seriously, though, uh, in New South Wales, it's legal to uh, go fishing, uh, but it is illegal to, uh, to sit and read a book. And the reason for this, I believe, is because we have the Shooters and Fishers Party on the crossbench in our parliament. Uh, so get ready for my new New South Wales political party, the Citizen Readers Party, New South Wales's number one political party for all the people who just want to sit in a park and read a book, maybe even have a coffee without getting a thousand dollar fine. Lee Sales, call me. We need a star candidate. Now, there was uh, one big exemption to the social distancing laws granted by the premiers. I've just signed a special exemption for the Easter Bunny. This means the Easter Bunny can still come to WA. The Easter Bunny has been granted a special exemption to come into Queensland. And I want to assure you the Easter Bunny is exempt. The Easter Bunny is allowed to visit homes and is also allowed to deliver chocolates. Yes, yeah, sorry to announce I have some bad news for all the boys and girls out there. Um, the Easter Bunny was tasered to death by New South Wales police outside an Ikea for eating a kebab. Uh, Easter has been cancelled indefinitely. Anyways, to sum up Australia's response to the coronavirus pandemic so far, we've massively under-tested early on leading to community transmission, had confusing mixed messaging over schools and businesses, made a bunch of completely vague and contradictory laws limiting our civil liberties that are enforced by an overzealous and intimidating fanatical police force, and the government acts most of the Australian screen production industry without even thinking about the thousands of workers it employs. And that's before we even get to the thousands of Australian citizens abandoned overseas by our Department of Foreign Affairs, the economic stimulus package that 
denied income support to millions of casual and temporary foreign workers, or the alleged criminal negligence that let the Ruby Princess Plague ship release hundreds of infected passengers to travel around the country without enforced quarantining. Or the dumbest thing in all of this, the fact that the Australian Rugby League thinks it's an essential service above the law and can restart its competition next month on an island like that would go smoothly. I mean, examining that list, there's only one reaction that any sane person could have. It's unbelievable. It's extraordinary. Okay, moving on now. And um, Australians have been reacting to the coronavirus pandemic pretty much how I expected them to. Discrimination relating to the coronavirus is fueling an increase in reports of abuse. A Salisbury councillor has been spat at and accused of bringing coronavirus to Australia in a shocking case of racial vilification. To the supermarket has taken a traumatic turn for an Adelaide councillor, a passing driver spitting at her during a racist rant. A Telstra customer racially abused a staff member when she was asked about any flu symptoms. Yes, we've been fighting the COVID-19 pandemic, but now Australia is unleashing the xenophobia pandemic. But it's not just here in Australia. It's worse in many other countries where nationalistic governments are exploiting this time of heightened anxiety to spread misinformation and blame foreigners so as to avoid themselves being held to account. Here in Australia, however, uh, Scott Morrison and Josh Frydenberg like to say their response to the coronavirus pandemic is not ideological. There's no ideological constraints at times like this. So make no mistake, today is not about ideologies. Yes, the government's coronavirus response is not ideological, except for that part where we tell all the foreigners to go home. If you can't support yourself, go home. That's the federal government's message to the hundreds of thousands of temporary workers and international students caught up in the COVID-19 shutdown. If you're a visitor in this country, um, it is time, as it has been now for some while, and I know many visitors have, to make your way home. Again, if there's no work for them uh, and then they can get back to their home country, then that is obviously an option for them. There is the alternative for them to return to their home countries. If you cannot support yourself over the next six months, then you should consider leaving the country. At this time, Australia must focus on its citizens and its residents. Yeah, go back to where you came from, all our husbands and wives who've been waiting years for their permanent residency or the sponsored workers who've spent years and thousands of dollars to get to this point. This isn't your home even though it is your home and you've lived here for years. The pressure is on the government to expand its JobKeeper package. Contractors, gig economy workers, people on working visas and international students are among the groups who are being offered nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. New Zealand, Canada, the UK, Ireland, they've all extended their coronavirus wage replacement and welfare systems to cover workers on temporary visas during the pandemic because they realise not doing so will lead to broken relationships, a rental slump and, and even a brain drain. Yeah, I mean, even Barnaby Joyce has come out in favour of keeping foreign workers here probably because one of them cooks his steak. And I know, for instance, uh, chefs who've come overseas and are working out uh, outback roadhouses, uh, people want to make sure they try and keep them there. They don't want them uh, leaving. Uh, they, once the coronavirus peak is over, we're going to need them back in a job as quickly as possible for those places to make money. And as Labor's Christina Keneally points out, denying people basic welfare during a pandemic could actually have serious health implications for all of us. They're going to be forced to keep working or keep seeking work. They risk homelessness. They risk impoverishment. If they cannot self-isolate, that puts every public health measure we are currently enacting at risk. It is no good 
for the Australian community to be practicing self-isolation if we have over a million people living in the country who cannot self-isolate because they lack the income support or access to medical testing or treatment. So when confronted with the community fear that hundreds and thousands of workers and students in Australia could become destitute without immediate support, the government stepped up and responded with an empty slogan. What do you say to those Australians who aren't benefiting from this $130 billion package and feel as though they should? We have always said that the line had to be drawn. There have to be some definitions and some lines drawn. David, we had to draw the line somewhere. There always has to be a line drawn. Again, we had to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, funny how that line always seems to get drawn right above the people who can't vote yet. It's okay for them to not be able to cover their rent or food. And now it's not just backpackers or foreign students I'm talking about being denied any form of welfare here. It's anyone on a temporary visa. And because the waiting times for permanent residency visas in this country have blown out over the last few years, coincidentally at the exact same time Peter Dutton's flag selling off the visa office, what a coincidence, this means there are many people in Australia who've been on temporary visas for up to 10 years, all the while paying taxes, many of them getting married and having kids. Like this newly unemployed chef the ABC's The Drum found. I've been in Australia for about 10 years already. I don't know how to, next week, how to gonna pay the rent. So many people like me struggling right now. How can I feed my family? How can I put a roof over the head? God, I mean, 10 years as a chef in Australia and he hasn't even got a backup career as a drug dealer going. What a wasted opportunity. I mean, it's worth remembering temporary visa holders do pay taxes here. I mean, it's not like they're cruise ships. Because it's time to go back to your port of origin. They don't pay taxes in Australia. They don't park their boats in Australia. Okay, cruise ships, don't pay taxes. Go out to the ocean and fend for yourselves. Temporary foreign workers do pay taxes. Also go out to the ocean and fend for yourselves. Thanks, government. Okay, so for me, all this anti-foreigner policy and messaging really seems at odds with Scott Morrison's inclusive rhetoric. I guess I just never realised there were terms and conditions on what he was saying. We'll get through this together, Australia. Offer applies to citizens and permanent residents only. Everyone else, please go home. We're all in this together. Full-time workers and casuals employed for 12 months or more deemed to be more worthy to be in it together than everyone else. If you have a go in this country, you'll get a go. Please be advised that getting a go is strictly limited to those who have obtained their permanent residency visas. Everyone else is not entitled to a go. Please go home. Yeah, all this seems pretty un-Australian to me. Um, I think we're going to have to re-edit that uh, We Are Australian song that the ABC plays all the time to make it to make it more reflective of the Australian message right now. We are one, but we are many. You should consider leaving the country. Return to their home countries. We had to draw the line somewhere. Go home. Go back home. Make your way home. Citizens and Australian residents uh, with the economic supports that are available. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. That's News Fighters. It was written and produced by me, Dylan Bain. Now, I don't normally do this, but um, there's a lot of charities out there doing a lot of good work uh, to try and uh, make sure everyone stays fed in Australia during the coronavirus pandemic. So 
please feel free to throw some money at uh, Food Bank at foodbank.org.au, Oz Harvest at ozharvest.org, Meals on Wheels at mealsonwheels.org.au, and the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre at asrc.org.au. All those links uh, are in your show notes. Please dig deep uh, because our government can't be bothered to. Okay, thanks for listening. Goody, goody, goodbye, Tim. Keep fighting and bye for now and wash your hands. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.